Welcome to The Straight Cut. I am Aaron Shuttleworth. What's up? I'm Brandon McKinney. How y'all doing? Got another episode for you. Uh, as you can tell, my normal partner is still out, but the good thing is he is back in the States. I don't know if he's touched down yet, but he's uh, he's somewhere in the continental U.S., I believe. Yep. <laughs> and we've got we've got a noteworthy backup in the uh, in the building. Yeah, so. we have uh, we have one and then one A. So that's right. That's right. Uh, tonight we are smoking the Romacraft uh, Cro Magnum Cranium, uh, one that we sell quite a lot here at the shop, and one that we smoke quite often. Uh, we'll touch back onto that, but we're also pairing it with the Stones Throw Riverdale Pale Ale. We'll dive into that and everything later on in the episode, but we've just cracked open the beer, lit the cigars up, got them going, and we're about to, uh, you know, tantalize your earbuds for, uh, or eardrums, I guess. I don't know. Do you have earbuds? I guess earbuds go in your ear. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they did, and then I lost mine, so I don't have them anymore. Yeah, so, well, we're going to we're gonna give you all a good show, hopefully, and everything like that, and uh you know, hopefully edit it properly this week. <laughs> yeah, for those of you that don't know, Aaron, ah, missed a little bit, but most people don't know. Yeah, yeah, you, all you saw was a little bit peek behind the curtain, you know? You know, I am I am totally fine with calling out myself for messing up, and I uh, I messed up. But, you know, I'll, I'll own it, and it won't be like that again. But we're going to have a good episode tonight. Um, tonight, we're going to talk about what the past five years of this shop have really been, because we are celebrating our five-year anniversary um, very quickly. By the time this episode has come out, it will be one week um, from when this comes out. So October 11th will be our five-year anniversary. And, uh, you know, me and Brandon, we just want to sit down and just talk about everything that has been, everything that is, and everything that will be coming up, um, not only with cigars, but with, you know, our home shop, West End Cigars, that, you know, is special to me by far. And I believe you can say the same thing as well. Absolutely. Yeah, it it is wild, and especially this week, you know, after we got through with our last event, we start looking t- to our next one, mm-hmm. which is our five-year anniversary, and we want to make these events great, especially our anniversary events. They're always a great time, and we have great turnout. We want to make it a big deal, and so mm-hmm. we start thinking about that, and then we kind of start thinking about the last five years and how fast it's gone by and everything that's happened, and so it'll be fun to reflect on those things think about some of the great times we've had and think about where are we going to be in the next five years? Yeah, you know? definitely. Definitely. You know, I, you know, the shop has been here five years. I didn't start coming here until about six or eight months after you opened. And then I've been working here right at about three and a half years. Um, so I've been here for, you know, the, in one aspect or another, either a regular or, you know, as a tobacconist myself for, you know, over three quarters of the amount of time, they were here. I mean, I I met you when you had less gray hair. You met me when I was quite a bit bigger, and <laughs> and we're both slimming down. <laughs> yeah, we're both slimming down. I'm trying to catch you, but I finally got my my rear end in gear, and uh, it's it's crazy to look back on those pictures. Oh, you I know, know, five we, years ago, because we have the one hanging up in our hallway. I think that was our second anniversary, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm looking at that picture, and my hair's. I have long hair, but my hair is quite a bit longer there. And I'm like, good. <laughs> what a, <Yeah. laughs> what a, what a like dump truck I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's crazy to look back, look back on it and, uh, see where we've, you know, see, see where we've come. I mean, it, it, 
if you started coming here within mm-hmm. the first year, then you've been here since the beginning. Yeah. You know, I mean, oh, the yeah. first year we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, we still don't. We're trying to figure it out. And uh, so that first year, I mean, we were we were learning as we go, and and yeah, I mean, those guys that have been a part of the family here since then. I mean, those are like those are the OGs. I mean, you know, oh, yeah, it it's amazing that uh, so many relationships were built in that first year and are still here and they're, mm-hmm. they're close friends of ours and some of them work here now like you and yeah uh, it's amazing uh, to think back over the last five years and all, all the relationships that we've built and all oh. the people that are are staples in our lives now not just in the oh, shop yeah you know? definitely definitely i mean we there's people who have moved away there are people who have passed um but then there's a big group of people who have been here like you said from day one yeah and it's uh and it's it's great to see because just not at our shop, at any shop out there, you know, whether U.S., Europe, um, you know, Australia, wherever you be, you you go to you go to your brick and mortar for more than just cigars, and that's what I've always loved so much about this place because you know when I first started coming here again, I was coming off of a like a two or three year hiatus of not really smoking, and then coming in here and finally getting back into the into the you know the root of enjoying cigars and everything but it wasn't it wasn't so much the the cigars that made me come back and stay it was it was you know whoever that was sitting in the chair that day that just wanted to bs with me for that time being or tell me about their day or who actually just wanted to listen to me bitch for about whatever and they actually you know gave me a good reasoning to to come back and and all that kind of stuff and that's i mean you can get that from any shop just not here yeah, now, now you're the guy that's listening. I know, yeah. you know, to everything that's going on. I've, I've come full, full. Well, I come full circle because I mean, honestly, this shop helped me out so much that I was in such a dark, shitty place that I've come, you know, on the other side, you know, not totally unscathed and burnt, but you know, have the scars. But it was now I can reciprocate what a, what has happened to me and help everybody else who was, you know, walking through these doors that that needs it. Um, so out of the five years I've been here, what is what has kind of stood out to you that, you know, what are some of the highlights, I guess, that 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 you see that we've been since Weston has been open? Man, there's a lot. And and it seems like they have flown by in five years. And of course, you know, same way with your kids. Mm-hmm. You, I know you don't you don't might not be able to relate to that, but your life just flies by because you're just so involved in the moment, you know? And I think that's great. I, I want to be involved in every day uh, of my life. And when I started, you know, obviously you guys, if you listen to the first episode we did where I talked about why I started the shop and, and kind of that story, mm-hmm. if you haven't, go back and listen to it. Yeah, that would be, uh, that'd be episode, episode two. Yeah. Yeah, second episode uh, of the podcast. And so I won't bore you all with those details, but... Man, it's a big deal for me in my life to to move and start up the shop and uh, to have my family move away from from everybody that we knew essentially, and immediately the relationships started walking through the front door, mm-hmm. and that that's that was amazing. That even to this day, I remember those times vividly, and a lot of those guys and ladies that walked in the front, you know, walked in the front door the first couple of weeks that I was open. And we're so great. A lot of those people are still locker members. You know, mm-hmm. they're still coming in here all the time. Uh, and I remember those times when they walked through the door because it meant 
so much because, okay, now it's official. You yeah. know, people are walking through the front doors. And, you know, I still have in that cash register, I still have the first sale that we ever did. Uh, I still have the money from that in there. I never deposited it. And so, you know, it's cool to, you know, go back and I see that and get reminded yeah. um, of that. And so, I mean, it's crazy how much we've grown, the, the inventory, the stuff in the shop, the customers, all of that. Um, you know, when, when we started our Monday night manhood stuff, um, you know, the first time we started that, I, I had no idea if anybody would show up to that. And I was thinking 10, 12, maybe. Mm-hmm. And, and we have, we have for the last almost four years, we've had, you know, 40 or 50 people yeah. every week yeah. in here um, yeah. for that when, when we have met. And, um, of course, we, we've taken the summer off the last couple of, of years because it, it's hot and we have to open up all the doors because there's so many yeah. people here. Yeah. So, so for everybody who's not <clears throat> from here or, or doesn't come to the shop regularly and all the outside listeners, you know, we our our main lounge area sits 30 probably. Then we have a big, like almost like a, a showroom door, big, like we roll a car into. And then I remember seeing pictures and you just see like layer after layer and layer of, of chairs sitting out there. And I mean, there was just as many or more people outside going into the parking lot yeah. um, as there were inside. And that, and that, you know, I never thought about, I never thought we'd be packing this place out so much that mm-hmm. we need overflow seating. Yeah. Um, Cause for me, you know, having 25 seats or 30 chairs in a cigar shop was plenty, yeah. you know, but when you do big events and you do, uh, you know, the, the Monday night stuff, poker night, uh, you know, we, when we started, it was originally had a thing called cave night where we just come up and, it, and the, the purpose of this shop's always been about the relationships and mm-hmm. building that family, that community. And so it grew really quickly, a lot of those things. And so there were lots of nights we'd have 40, 50, sometimes 60 people here. Um, and, and so, yeah, we had to, we had people bring up, you know, lawn chairs and folding chairs and, and luckily we have that door that opens up. And people just spill out. And we yeah. just have have rows of people out there, um, because you can see the TV from there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so that you know, thinking about those nights, um, you know, thinking about these events that we've done, first few times, events like kind of what what we're doing. To me, when we when I moved here, um, that's what events I wanted them to be like. You know, yeah. I wanted the customers to get to meet some of the people in the industry, and I wanted it to be a a big deal. I wanted there to be food and, and prizes and, and all of that. I wanted it to be a, a big thing where you come and hung out, you know, that's what we're going to do on Friday night. And, uh, a lot of work has gone into a lot of those. And, and now we've got it a little more streamlined so we can, we can get them. It's not as stressful, but yeah, I mean, after five years, we've, we've learned what to do and what not to do. Yeah. Um, but like you're saying, I mean, it was even with me coming on three and a half years ago, it was a lot of, even at that time where you've been open a year and a half, it was a lot of let's we're, we're learning as we go because as, as you're, you're progressively going throughout the years, you're also progressively getting bigger and bigger. So you have to adapt and change to what, what works on month one doesn't necessarily work on month, you know, 16, just as like what you did in year one doesn't translate to, to year five. You have to, with with everything with growth in the shop you have to grow as a retailer and as a tobacconist and as a you know as a friend to the people here you just have to 
you're 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 forced to you know i don't know how to what the proper word is like advance and evolve everything. Yeah. yeah you have to evolve through everything just like this show the show evolved from episode one to now episode 23 you know everything has that mm-hmm. evolution to it and and you know, not to toot our own horn, I think we've done a, a pretty damn good job. There's always room yeah. for improvement. There's sure. nothing, nothing is ever perfect. Nothing is ever 100%. But, you know, I think we've done a pretty pretty good job. Yeah, the, the podcast is another one of those cool milestones. Yeah. Um, you know, some of those big events, you know, the Camacho Road Tour mm-hmm. for our second anniversary, that was huge. You know, it was like 150 people here yeah. for that. Then Nick Perdomo came uh, the next year, and that was a – and mm-hmm. that, that upped the previous year's yeah, event. Yeah. And so every year we've kind of one up the years past. And so there's a lot of stress that goes into that because so much time and work and money. But then when everybody shows up and it's all your friends and all the people mm-hmm. that have supported you and you've built these relationships with over the, over the last five years, you know, it, it really, it, it's really emotional um, for me to sit back and think about it. And I try not to talk too much about it. The, the second year, I did talk a little bit, and then I started crying, so I stopped doing that. Yeah, because uh, you know I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to bring everybody down. But I mean, there's been some amazing stuff. Obviously, you know, there's been amazing relationships built and mended. Uh, you know, there's been some amazing things happen in people's lives here at the shop, um, and so it, it. I feel like I could not have been more blessed. I feel like I'm so thankful that my wife and I decided to move here that she encouraged me to do it uh, because I can't imagine my life now without it. It's amazing. Five years, you know, we've been here. Um, and you know, I worked uh, as a police officer for nine years before that. That seems like, that seems like a whole lifetime. I know. I I I, I I still want to see you in like a uniform. I don't think I've ever seen a picture of you in uniform. I've I've known you for five years now. I was pretty, I was, I was a stud in uniform. (laughs) I will say, man, the ladies love a man in uniform. That's true. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Um, I was I was thinner uh, when I was in uniform, certainly, um, and and then came here. I, you know, it's funny I, when I became a detective. Um, I it was great for my my family, my life, everything because mm-hmm. I wasn't working night shift, which is what I did when I worked on the streets. But then you're just sitting around a lot. Yeah, and and I don't mean to bag on police officers because I, I am, on, but some people take their health and their fitness a lot more serious than others, just like everybody in life. Yeah. And I didn't take my health that serious. And so I sat around a lot and I just steadily gained weight. And then when I moved here, I thought, oh man, the shop won't open until 10. I'll get up. I'll go work out. Mm-hmm. It'll be fantastic. I get to the shop early. Never <laughs> happened. But like, oh, now I can sleep until nine. Now I can sleep <laughs> until nine. Show up. And, and the funny thing is, some of you guys will remember this if you've come to the shop. Um, if you were one of the OGs, you know that, that I didn't get here that early. Mm-hmm. I usually get here 15 minutes before we open Mm -hmm. and and now everybody's spoiled because steve or doug usually gets here 30 minutes early at least you know to start and so people waiting on them people waiting on me you know that long time ago uh when i used to open up the shop and um well that's what that's what's funny you touch on that so like i work on sundays we technically open at one but uh, but everybody knows that like oh Aaron's working yeah he'll be up there like eleven thirty or so but whenever I'm out of town or whatever I have to tell everybody like all right I'm not gonna be here next yeah, week yeah. so so the shop's gonna be open at normal time now yep. see you at one that's when everybody <laughs> will be here yep but but yeah I mean you know that's one thing that that I, I get to thinking about when we start thinking about the last five years what this shop has meant to me and you and, and so many people 
and, and and I hope that you guys can relate to this because we talk about cigar shops just just in general like we want you to find that 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 place that home that family where you, where you fit in Every, you know we talk about that like that's what a cigar shop is in, in my opinion and they're not all like that you know you're not going to find that everywhere sometimes they're going to be places for you to buy cigars yeah you're going to get educated on cigars mm-hmm. sometimes um there'll be a nice lounge atmosphere upscale whatever um but man if you can if you're fortunate enough to have a, a neighborhood style cigar shop in in your neighborhood uh man there's some great guys there you know the relationships that are built there are life-changing and and i am so thankful that we've got to be a part of it uh, here in building something like that because um it, it has been instrumental we were talking about that just this last week it has been instrumental in so many people's lives uh it, it's nuts Oh yeah, I mean just the networking that we've had people, you know, who were out of work, down on luck, looking for a job. Um, people out of work, down on their luck, looking for a job, and then like somebody gets word of it, and like, oh, I I have an opening here, or my brother-in-law needs is looking for this. I'm, I mean, plenty of times somebody here will know somebody or has something that they need that they they're looking for the same thing. They, the passages haven't crossed yet. Yeah. I mean, so not only has this been a blessing for, like you are saying, you and I and the ones that work here, but people who are just regulars here in general, they, something, they've gotten something out of it other than just a place to get cigars or, you know, whatever else, you know, they've, they've made good life changes because of, of here. And it happens more times than not at a lot of other shops around. And we're just lucky to see it firsthand here. Yeah, we, I was talking this last week with one of our one of our locker members back here in the back, and we were talking about the shop, and, and I was telling him just how much I appreciate him, but how so many people here mm-hmm. have come to me and said how much they appreciate uh, this guy mm-hmm. uh, because of how he has you know been there for them or, or encouraged them, you know, or, or whatever. And like you talked about, people that have been through things, they have a lot to offer sometimes, and that's probably been the biggest thing that I feel has been such a blessing about this place and, and the decision to, to open it over the last five years. It's the customers mm-hmm. and, and you guys and employees like you guys have taken this place, you know, the customers and the employees have taken this place and made it better than I even thought it would be when I started better than it would have been if I would have been working it every day because it, it was more organic. You know, it wasn't me forcing it. It wasn't me trying to make people be friends or trying to get involved in people's lives. It was just kind of an organic thing where guys are sitting back here talking. We create this environment where it's encouraged to talk, where it's encouraged to to open up. And so many people have done it. Like you said, man, I'm going through a tough time at home. You know, my kids are crazy. I don't know what my wife and I are struggling. Finances are tough. I mean, I need a job, whatever the case is. And, And people have been encouraged you know, uh, opportunities have been passed around because of, of the networking abilities and because of the people and it's because they're good people, you know, and, and I find that all over the country. And I know you guys hit on this a month or two ago where all over the country, there are such good people shops, you know, the attitude of the shop is Mm -hmm. different everywhere, but everywhere has got cigar smokers in general are just good people. They're generous. Um, and and they want to help people out and, uh, I'm, I'm just amazed at the at the culture, the community of cigar smokers, and 
I love that here we are all about trying to be involved in the community, be involved in charity, trying to help raise money or just help people that, that we know, yeah. you know, and uh, that, that has blown me away in yeah. five years. And, and it's not even us as, you know, you or I, you know, doing that. It's the regulars and the customers and everybody who just come in, comes in these doors. We might not have any, you know, direct course of, you know, doing that but it's the it's them themselves because of just happens that they're at this location that something ha- that you know they're able to help or bless or somebody else's life or, or general and you know i know that happens at numerous other shops around the you know around the country so it's just it's so cool to see how we don't even have to have a a, a direct course to do that somebody else can fill the gap and, and help out and it's just it's just cool seeing all that you know evolve just in these walls yep and and I, i'm 100 percent in agreement and if you're listening to this podcast and you've been in west end cigars um you are what makes this place great and and i want you to know from the bottom of my heart i know all the guys feel this way like we're so thankful for you and we appreciate you and uh, i hope that that you know that um but you guys have been such a blessing to me, but such a blessing and involved in so many people's lives that have walked through these doors, mm-hmm. maybe for the first time. I mean, it's crazy. Somebody walks in the shop and people greet them and talk to them and sit, Hey, sit down and, um, Hey, you lift that cigar backwards or, or whatever, you know, they, the case is, but just loving on people. It's been amazing. And, uh, so thank you guys. Uh, if you've been in this shop, we really appreciate you. Yeah. Because there's so many times where even, even the regulars, which maybe this might be something I need to change, but like the regulars don't know that they did something to help anybody out. And then, you know, they come to us and like, Hey, you know, I don't know who that is, but you know, he showed me this, he helped me out on this aspect or, you know, or, or she was able to, you know, just listen to whatever. And you know, the, the consumer themselves don't know that, but we hear it. And it's just like, that's pretty cool that, you know, product a was able to help product B and they don't even know each other. Or they don't, they don't know. And they didn't transpose to all that, but you know, it's, it's just, it's cool seeing that. Um, it was funny. I was, I was going back through my, uh, old Instagram photos because you get that, like the, the Instagram memories and everything like that. Yeah. So I had one from like, uh, like it was four years ago, I guess it was, I guess right at four year, years ago. And I took a picture of the humidor bare as shit hardly anything in there no island in there anymore at the moment no leds it's it's, you know the old so if you've been in the in the shop the old i mean seen the old humidor it was just it was it was dark not a lot of boxes and everything but i had a picture on there and it was from a sunday so i guess it was four years ago last week and uh and it said it said something like oh my my home away from home or my sanctuary on this sunday I was like, you'll see, you'll find me at West End, and I wasn't working here. But it was funny because, I on the very bottom row, you know what my favorite brand of cigars is, right? Yep. On the very bottom row, the whole oh, yeah. bottom row. Was Four nothing. years ago, man, that was a good old days. Man, I, there was nothing but the Viaje, yep. and I was like, I was talking to somebody else. I was like, if I knew then what I knew now, I would have <laughs> gone, I would have gone and bought everything. I tried to tell them. I tried oh to tell man, them. it was just, but it was just crazy seeing. Just how, I don't want to say small and barren, but it's just how 
much growth that we've just seen because I you can actually see a timeline at least through my Instagram because right. I was here every Sunday taking a picture of something being the being the pompous like oh look what I'm smoking or whatever oh, yeah. and just seeing it grow like even our old like our old Google pictures it's oh, like we have like a zebra rug or something and then was we it? have no that wasn't zebra it was tree it was, it was like, like a tree, a tree like a tree thing. bark. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like there's no humidors on the front side. A smaller TV, you know, just it just it doesn't look. It looks like it does now, but it just looks younger. I guess mm-hmm. that's that's a good point. I, I mean, it, it's funny when I when we opened up. You guys type in Weston cigars and look up these pictures because they're hilarious. <laughs> I got I, I've got to update them and get some of these taken off. Um. But luckily, a lot of people, like customers and stuff, have uploaded photos so people can kind of get an idea of what, what the shop looks like mm-hmm. and, and, and that sort of thing. But um, <clears throat> it's funny. When we opened up, you know, I mean, everything costs a ton of money. And, and when you're trying to open up a business, and I've, I had never opened up a business before, you're doing the best you can. And I thought I was balling out, you know? <laughs> I mean, I was like, spare no expense. But I'm, I'm not that type, yeah. you know? And so... Um, I want to try to conserve money as, as much as possible because I wanted to make sure that, that I had money to sustain the business. But I was like, man, I'm getting nice furniture. You know, I'm getting a uh, nice TV. Um, I want, you know, Samsung TVs. I want the Bose speaker system out there and all that, <clears throat> all that stuff. Because I, in my mind, I thought I don't want somebody to walk in and think, you know, it's nice, and, and me have to try to explain to them how it's going to be better yeah. in a year. Yeah. I want it to be the finished product, you know, when we open. And now how laughable that is. <laughs> because how much we've grown, yeah. how much money we've, we've, we've been able to, to spend to bring in more furniture, nicer furniture, better ventilation. You know, we just redid the ventilation for the third time um, since we opened the shop. Mm-hmm. You know, everything, we've updated everything numerous times. You know, the humidifiers. The, the humidor is six times, there's six times the inventory, seven times, six to seven times the inventory now as when we first started. Oh, trust me, I know. Uh, since we since we do inventory quarterly, I know the, uh, I can tell that we've definitely uh, grown in stature. Yeah. It, <laughs> because the inventory used to take, oh, like two hours, you're good. Now it's like a full day with a full crew of people. and yeah. <clears throat> We do inventory every quarter, and it is the worst four days. Probably, <laughs> it is a it is a horrible, horrible time. The I've always said the only place I can think of that inventory might be like worse is like a nut and bolt shop or oh, something. Oh man, it just that, yeah. Don't go to Ace Hardware and do inventory. Yeah, that that has got to be. Because, I mean, there's so many boxes. If you have 600 facings and multiple boxes of each facing, and you got to count each box, count each cigar, make sure what you have in there, and just check everything. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. It was a that's that's fun and we're and and we're actually coming up to number three this year it is like in three weeks away of doing inventory. Yep, yep. It's it is time. Yep, and 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 nobody's not nobody's going to be in Italy for, to uh, to pass up on this right, one. Steve, you're here. Yeah, you're here for this one. Um, so let's touch on the cigar that we're having uh, tonight. Like I said, we're having the Roma Craft uh, Cormagnum Cranium. Um. Nice oily wrapper, uh, dark one. It's a the wrapper is a Connecticut broadleaf, and then a Cameroon binder and a Nicaraguan filler. Um, the the size we're doing is the is the uh, cranium on this one, but they have multiple sizes of this one. They have 
Anthropology, which is a, a five and three quarter by forty six. The cranium, which we're having, is a six by fifty four. Uh, the mandible mastodon, which is a four and a half by sixty. The uh, EMH fo- formation is a five by fifty six. I say, am I saying that right? Sure. <laughs> the the mandible, which is a four and a half by sixty. The mode yeah. five, which is a five by fifty, and that's like a perfecto shape. And the EMH, which is a five by fifty six. I mean, they had, there's a size for everybody out there. Yeah, for the cigar, it's wild. How many, uh, how many different sizes they have? Yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous. Um, I love this cigar. Um, we're doing the cranium. I don't normally smoke this size. Again, I've said it probably damn near every podcast. I like smaller cigars, but a smaller cigar doesn't always work well for a podcast where originally we started, we want like 45 minutes to an hour. And then the past couple, since Steve has been gone, like, ah, screw it. Let's go two hours. <laughs> Just <Yeah. laughs> let's break every rule that we have. Yeah, we have to smoke three. I, I like that uh, that 46 ring gauge one. Um, the second one you rang off now. The oh, name is, is the... Uh, uh, the the mandible. No. Oh, the four. Oh, the, the anthropology. Anthropology. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, I, that's the one I like I, the most. Mine's probably the mod five. Yeah. I love that perfecto, that perfecto shape. Um, but the flavor and everything off this is just it's rich. Um, it's it's leathery, a little bit of pepper. You get some nice woody notes and everything. Uh, the smoke that comes off of it, it's a very thick smoke. It's very, very nice. Uh, Romacraft, they definitely know how to make a a very good cigar and a very, you know, highly sought, highly, highly, highly sought? Is that a, is sought that? after? Oh, highly sought after <laughs> cigar, yeah. yeah. No, they are. They've they've done an amazing job um, as, a, as a smaller, you know, company. And when I say smaller, I mean like infrastructure-wise, mm-hmm. they've always tried to keep it simple yeah and now they have a ton of different cigars and a yeah. ton of sizes of, of most of those cigars yeah um and and kudos to them for you know keep coming out with with different things and um, a lot of their cigars are smaller size or, or shorter sizes i would yeah. say um but man i love everything they make that they're they are one company that that I rarely smoke a cigar from theirs that I that I'm not a fan of, mm-hmm. and uh, it was cool to get to go to the show, and their booth is always so busy. Yeah, so many people want them want their cigars, and there's not that many of them there. You know, they don't have a sales force. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of these companies driving their sales. It's just a good quality product, and uh, and they do a great job. And they're they're trying to handle everybody in the booth and and all that. And I'm a new guy, young kid. I opened up a cigar shop. I want your cigars. And they're, they're so busy. So luckily, I had met a guy that was a huge fan of theirs and, and worked at a shop, but he also helped them out. Mm-hmm. And so he was able to get me in the booth and, and walk me through everything. We got all the cigars ordered. And and so that, that has been a great um, a, a great brand for us. Um, it is it is tough because they are so popular yeah. that we, we can't always have everything we want of theirs. Yeah. And so, you know, but, you know, that's kudos to them for, for making a good quality product that everybody wants, you know. Um, and so, and so they do have uh, times where, you know, we can't get the, we can't, we can't keep everything in stock, you mm-hmm. know, but, but we're, they make so many good cigars that we're thankful to get, you know, whatever sizes we can. Um, but, but yeah, they're, they they seem like good folks. Um, 
cigar shop. I believe they opened up uh, down in Nicaragua, and haven't got to visit there yet. But but hopefully I will. And and like I said, I know so many of us are fans of, of their products. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they just make great cigars. Well, and they're they're based out of Texas. So yeah. a, a, a buddy of mine who actually helped me. And Steve both decided, like, you know what, we're doing the podcast, and that's the other podcast, cigar podcast, that I, I really follow, and, you know, I can't think enough. That's Rob on a c- Cigar Talk. He actually went to their uh, went to their place in yeah. Texas, because Rob's based out of Texas, and just seeing the videos and having to sit down with him, and they did an interview, and it was, it was so cool just seeing, you know, diving into, not many times you actually get to talk to the owners of the the cigar that you're that you're enjoying because it might be based out of Nicaragua or Dominican or Honduran or wherever. But seeing that, so you know, to pimp out somebody else's show because he helped us out, yeah. definitely check out his episode when he talked about Roma Craft, and it's a it's a very good one. And you know, if you're at your local B and M, if you've never had a Roma Craft cigar, definitely get it. There's something in there for you. You'll mm-hmm. you'll you'll have something. And if you like smaller like smaller cigars, like what you said. They they have that good niche, yeah, of the smaller cigars, which I personally really really enjoy. Yeah, we I know, and we've talked, and several of our customers that are big fans of, of Roma Craft um, have talked about going down there and touring because we can you know they are they're very accommodating. If you can get a little group together and want to go down there, you know we can go down there and and check it out. And so I hope that we can do that this year. Yeah, I know we've talked about trying to go down there. And, you know, everybody's always so busy. We've had so much going on, you know, lately. And uh, I know. I mean, you know. it's, I mean, it, it has been a very, we're nine months into this year, and it's just, it seems like every month we're doing something new or something more we're adding to the plate. Um, you know, Steve has been gone for, it seems like, a month now, but he's only been gone for, what, two and a half weeks. I've been, I got married a month ago, so I was out. I know. And then, Dougie Fresh is a grandpa now, so he'll be, you know, yep. going eventually to, 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 you know, help there. It's just, it, it's been a very crazy, it's been a nonstop. We've been spinning our wheels in every direction and have so many irons in the fire and burn that candle at every end you can. And, but, you know, at the same time, I've loved every, every minute of it. It's been, yep. a, it's, there's some days where it's exhausting, but at the end of it, you're like, damn, that was a good day. Yeah. And, and, and that's just a, testament to you guys because when when things like that are going on you guys you know you guys always pick up the slack wherever we need you know i got to actually work a few shifts you know at the shop yeah for the first time in a couple how was that that was fantastic you know when when you're doing it once in a while it's great i know um i I know i know we gave you a hard time like this is the register this is the button this is how you ring someone up (laughs) yep um but you guys do such a great job of picking up the slack and working shifts when necessary, you know, or, and you guys, you know, all have other stuff going on. I mean, I know you have, you, you always have something going on. Yeah. So for you guys to, to be faithful and, and working and helping us get all this stuff, you know, uh, you know, going on, like it's been a huge, but I, I couldn't do it without you guys. And I, I hope you guys know that. Um, because, it's just overwhelming, and you guys are are phenomenal. Well, like I've said from the beginning, you know, I'm West End for life. Hell, I even have the tattoo to show it. So that's right. Yeah, if you don't, if, I mean, everybody out there probably knows I am very heavily tattooed. I actually have our logo tattooed on me because I was like, you know what, screw it. You know, 
I need yep. the, I need this the W that we have, which I gotta is get it too. which is pretty cool. If you haven't seen it, it's it's a looks like a cigar on one end, and then it, it's a shape of a W with smoke coming off of it. Um, very cool. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Since I work at a shop, we were slow one night. I was like, hey, you wanna you wanna put this on me? <laughs> Heck yeah! And now, and I'm the opposite of Aaron. I have no tattoos, um, but I want I want that tattoo, and so I'm trying to decide where I want it because. Uh, it's not something I really thought about a lot. Where would I put a tattoo? Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to get one, yeah, where do I want it? And uh, where, where do you, where does most people like? I mean, is we, there like one spot that everybody always gets a tattoo? Like I mean, guy wise, is it the calf or the shoulder? I mean, the the, shoulder shoulder is like probably number one. Um, I just say you say screw it, go lower back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean shoulder, arm, forearm, wrist. I mean it's not as as somebody who has been in the tattoo industry for eight years now, tattoos aren't as taboo as they used to be. Um, right. Yeah, no, yeah. I know they used to be. I mean, now you can be, you know, you know, corporate and have full sleeves like I do. I'm not corporate, but, you know, I could very, I guess, well be. Well, I mean, you run a, I mean, you essentially run yeah. a lot of, of your, the business that you, that you run. Yeah. I mean, I, and I'm, I mean, I'm suited out pretty much. The only thing I don't have tattooed is just my chest and that's, coming up that's coming it's coming up quickly yeah i'm still I, i've always said like before like i know when we talked to uh to paul with austin or with uh with uh, ashton yeah. i was like man that uh that uh san christa saying san cristobal yeah thank you i was gonna that's gonna it's gonna say it wrong the uh cristobal it's like that's a that's the one of the prettiest bands if if ashton wants to do that big old you know front chest piece and they want to yeah. pay for it i'll rock that forever Oh man, that would be that'd be nuts. Uh, like a lifetime supply of uh, of those, I'll I'll do it. Um, but at, uh, I was thinking of something we were talking about, you know, the growth that we had that we've had, and looking at the old pictures on Google and everything. One of the funniest things is like when we f- when I first started coming here, we had a tiny tiny fridge that only held like six drinks. And that was easy to restock. And now we have a full-fledged fridge stock, restock with, like, 20 different things. Restocking that at night is probably my least favorite thing to do. Yeah. So I do miss that tiny, tiny fridge. The funny thing about your the fridge is it's just like your humidor. It's never big enough. No, it's not. When we started out with that tiny little humidor, or, or with just those cigars we had, it was fine. Yeah. When we started out with that tiny little fridge, it was fine. And, and so we bring in more cigars and more companies to, to give people a better selection and to, to let them try things that maybe they haven't had before. Same deal with the, with the fridge. You know, people ask me for diet Sprite and, and for <laughs> citrus, whatever. And, and you got to have root beer and diet root beer. You yeah. know, you got to have Coke, Coke zero and diet Coke, all these different things. And, and I'll, and I'll, so. I'll give you, I'll give you your props. You do damn well, pretty good on trying to get, everything that everybody wants yeah i mean I, I want people to have what they want yeah um so we got a big fridge and it's it's stocked up but it's still not enough <laughs> no, it's still not enough i know we, like, we oh you don't have pepsi where's you don't have diet pepsi pepsi dr pepper and dot dr pepper see and, I, and i'll i'll go with that because i'm a, i'm a pepsi guy yeah I, I like pepsi but at the same time i don't need to be drinking sodas anymore yeah that's another thing i i for i don't think about it anymore because i gave up yeah, I haven't drank a soda since like April. I, I went I went for like three years without one when I was when I definitely was losing yeah. a lot of weight and everything. And then I I had one on a road trip, and I was like I was like oh man 
I've missed you so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and I was, but then afterwards I was like, ah, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But now I'm, I'm trying to have just like one or two a week if, if that, um, but, yeah. um, speaking of drinks, let's go ahead and talk about what we're drinking tonight. Again, thanks so much to Stone's Throw Brewery, uh, Stone's Throw Brewing. Um, go to one of their locations, Stiff Station or Mac Park, um, either or. Just make sure you hit them up. Tell them that, tell them that we sent you. Uh, but tonight we're having the Riverdale Pale Ale. I'm just now getting into Pale Ale. I, I guess Pale Ales I've had, I've, I've enjoyed for a while. I'm getting into IPAs and everything. Um, but this Pale Ale, it's nice. Um, IBUs 38. The uh, alcohol content, 5%. So it's not going to, you know, knock on your butt or anything. And it's not overly hoppy. It's a good, it's a good orangish kind of hay color uh, uh, pale ale. Very nice. Um, so this one says it's carved out of the hillside by the Arkansas River. The Riverdale Valley in Little Rock has been home to farms, railroads, mills, country clubs, and corporate headquarters over the past century. Today... It is the premier dining destination in central Arkansas, boasting national, nationally known names and neighborhood hangouts alike. Much like the variety of fantastic food options offered by the great local restaurants, Riverdale Pale Ale serves up unique flavors that will please any palate. Light and refreshing with a fruity hop flavor, these crushable brew pairs best with your favorite meal and a seat on the patio on a balmy day. Um, goes well with a good, good cigar as well. Yeah, that, that was quite elaborate. I know, but I really like this beer. This, this is more like up my my alley. Up your alley, yeah. I'm not I'm not a huge beer connoisseur, which is weird. Because I don't really drink that much beer or coffee, which is weird because I smoke a lot of cigars. Uh-huh. But I really like this kind of those medium, not super. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of the stouts and and the really strong beers. The light beers just don't have enough flavor a lot of times, yeah. unless it's really hot. Now, if you're playing golf, yeah cold beer that's all i need you know just yeah. give me something cold yeah but this right here has has plenty of flavor it's really really good well it's like the uh i, I i'm a stout guy i like a stout a porter something rip, yep. rich yep. thick oh I, li- I like that i like that beer that has the consistency of like oil uh-huh. love that but when we did work their five-year or six-year event and we're coming towards the end of the night it was a hot sticky summer july night and you know arkansas just it's just it's hot as everybody who lives in the South, you just know how hot it gets in the South. We were wrapping up. I was like, God, I need, a, I need to get a drink. I'm going to go get a beer. And that's when I saw they had that pineapple one. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That went down smooth. Woo. I I drank that thing so damn fast. And it's like, it is only seasonal. I think as of right now, they have a little bit left. But yeah. with the change in the seasons, it will be gone soon. So definitely go try to pick that one up. And while you're at it, go ahead and get some of the uh, Riverdale Pale Ale. Because if you're a Pale Ale drinker... Uh, it's top. So again, thanks to Stone's Throw for providing the beer tonight on our on our show. Um, I'm trying to think of like what my favorite memory is of the shop. I, it, there's so many, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if it's a favorite. I don't know. I don't, it's I, I don't know if my favorite memory is a good memory, but it's a memory that it's going to be with me, you know, forever. Um, I guess a couple years ago we had one of our regulars, Mr. Pat. He passed away. He was an older guy. He was here all the time. A lot of us went to his funeral and everything, and he, like, two weeks prior, he just bought a whole box of cigars. I don't even remember what the cigar was. Um, he bought a whole box of them because he was an old he was an old guy. He could never taste any of the cigars. He just said he liked the cigars. Right. It, was, it was for some event. 
We go, and he. Yeah, was, I think I'm pretty sure it was Monte Cristo's. Was it? Yeah. So it yeah. was. And so he he passes and everything, and we you know we're just it sucks because Mr. Pat was you know no longer no longer with us. His wife or his his daughter wrote just a, an awesome letter directed towards not just us but the the regulars of this shop, and she said, "I want you to enjoy these cigars." So we all come back after his funeral, and we all just sit around and smoke the cigars that he bought. That to me was like yeah. that's probably one of my. It, it sucks. It's not my favorite memory, but that's a memory that I'm gonna remember forever just because it happened within these walls. Yeah. Um, and, and we and we were just sitting around, we we're talking, talking about you know our favorite Mr. Pat stories. And yeah. if you knew Mr. Pat, I mean, he was a character. Yeah. He he would just <laughs> I mean, he would just you just had to know him. He was funny. He die hard. Diehard Razorback fan. Oh yeah, he and he would let them. He would let them have it too, and man. If they would, weren't up to par. Oh man, it was man great. if the, if the Razorbacks in anything, mainly football though, if they did anything wrong, I mean, they probably heard Mister Pat through the TV. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was it was it was uh, it was crazy. And so now we you know we have his picture up right underneath our TV. So whenever football season is on, where there's a football game, whoever's working here, we always turn his picture around so yeah. we can at least see the TV and. As you, and if you are an Arkansas fan, you know they're not doing very well this year. So he's he's probably still giving it to them right. <laughs> from, from beyond. Yeah, it's been a tough season for us. Oh, very tough. But, you know, I am I live here. I'm not an Arkansas fan, so I don't care either way if they win or lose. I'll root for them if the people who don't piss me off and root for uh, against Manchester United, which has happened a few times already. But I'm a, I'm a Kansas Jayhawk fan, so I'm not like, yeah. On football season, yeah. come basketball season, I'm 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 better at that. But uh, oh yeah, but now it looks like yeah, you might but, be getting in a little bit of trouble. I was saying, it looks like you might be in a little Your bit of trouble. Might be getting in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, so I might I might need to start yelling at the TV a little bit now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you might become a Razorback fan. Yeah, uh, I don't know about that, but I'll I'll, I'll root for him. Funny thing is, like, how many Razorback fans? And if you're out there in whatever market, uh, if you know if you're in the United States and, and the college football thing is your thing, like, how many people have joked or said like I would take you know, some penalties mm-hmm. if we could just have a winning season or two, mm-hmm. you know. I think I think people are so tired of being mediocre um, in, in Arkansas anyway because that's all we have. You know, we don't have any choice either. Like, I'm born here. Yeah. That's who I'm going to root for. Yeah. We don't have any pro teams. We're, we got to root for the Razorbacks. Yeah. And uh, so I'm, I'm ride or die. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a diehard. It's going <laughs> to. You know, it just is what it is. I try not to let let it bother me. You yeah. know, like you can't, you got to get past that. You know, you can't let it ruin your day or your week. It's just not worth that. But so it's crazy. One one of our regulars, he went over to uh, went over to Jerusalem and he found one a little shop and they and he had he found a, like a, a Chiefs shirt. So he got the Chiefs shirt and it says Kansas City Chiefs, but it says in Hebrew underneath it. Really, and so cool. But he said the only other shirt that they had, t shirt wise was the uh, the Razorback had an Arkansas Razorback on it. Really? Because, because he was crazy. like what he's like Razorback? He's like, oh yeah, Razorback, Razorback. And so that was the two shirts that he had. That's cool. Like with the logo in Hebrew was the Chiefs and the Razorback. So it's wow. weird that like little Fayetteville, Arkansas, where they're based out of, is yeah. now <laughs> it's it's over there somewhere. It's just it's just nuts. Yeah. Probably like the the I saw a picture earlier a friend of mine sent uh, of all we, it's a Razorback shirt and it says all we do is win on yeah. it and, and then it's like on clearance you know it's probably like that <laughs> well, like I, one we, had, we can't we can't give them away so we 
Send them over there. So know? like one thing I've 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 looked for before. I've looked on eBay, everywhere. So when they do like the the World Series or yeah. the Super Bowl shirts, they always make a winning shirt for whoever for whatever team. Yeah. So in 2014, when the Royals lost to the Giants in the World Series, I got a I, I have a 2015 World Series winning shirt when we beat the Mets. I I want to try to find the Royals winning championship yeah. shirt from whenever we lost it. Right. In 2014, but by then they, you know, they they distributed them to wherever. Right. But I've I've definitely scoured the internet looking for them, yeah. looking for that shirt somewhere. It didn't have to be one that would fit me. Right. Just to just have, to have yeah. would be would be pretty cool. So if by chance you happen to have a or know of anybody that has a 2014 Kansas City Royals championship shirt, let me know because I will uh, I will definitely take that off somebody's hands. And yeah, we'll trade you some cigars for it. Uh, definitely, definitely, I'll do that. You know. And you know, I've always I'm always an advocate for uh, cigar trades and everything. I've definitely got a a few really really good ones before. I think I've only done two, so every one I've done has been really really good. Um, so I definitely want to do more uh, more of those. Um, and and thinking about uh, you know the over the last five years, you know I know we kind of want to want to talk about where where we're at and what's coming up, you know, um, because that that's kind of what spurs on this, this thought process yeah. is. You know, looking back and thinking about all the great memories and all the great people, you know, it's just it, it, it's overwhelming a little bit and so emotional and because it's just such a, a part of our lives. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah. And you guys are the same way. You guys love it. And, and you guys you guys are, are instrumental in making it what it is. And um, but we'll be celebrating our five year anniversary this year on October 11th. So if you guys are uh, you know in this area, if you're driving through and you lived in live in Pennsylvania or you live here uh, in central Arkansas or wherever, uh, make sure you come by October 11th, 5 to 9. Uh, we'll be doing our five-year anniversary party. We're going to have uh, Drew Estate here, so it'll be a big Drew Estate event. Um, and so we're our, we're a, a Drew Diplomat account. Uh, I think um, there's only two in the state. Yeah, one, so. one, yeah we're one of two in, yeah, the, so. in the state of Arkansas. So, so And, and so we're, if you want some of that limited stuff that, that's hard to get, you know, the Drew Estate, uh, Liga Pravada, uh, some of the Unico series and uh, the Florida Sun Grown and the um, the Pappy Van Winkle cigars and the uh, Cinco de Cadas and uh, so any of that stuff. That even they, even they the, the acid line. Yeah, all that, that new acid 20 mm-hmm. and the, uh, the Cuba Arte that comes in that sweet water oh, tower. That is one of the coolest setups. Yeah, I mean, that thing is amazing. And uh, so... So all that stuff we'll have for that event, and so it'll give you an opportunity to get some stuff that that you may not might not see regularly. We'll also um, have Dirty Fabian here. Yep, Fabian will be uh, will be here uh, rocking the party, and uh, he he is a, a lot of fun. We'll get to hang out with him, shoot a couple of promo videos um, at the at the trade show this past year, and we'll be distributing those out here uh, here in the next week, trying to. Get the word, get the word out. Yeah. So hopefully you guys can come out and we can have a huge party. We're gonna have some other fun stuff to do as well um, that we um, will be promoting over the next two weeks. Yeah, and you you might get an opportunity, uh, you know, to have some fun with me or humiliate me in, in a fun <laughs> way. And so uh, I hope you guys come and take advantage of it. We we just want it to be uh, every every year. It, it's just been a way for us to say, hey, we love you guys. We're so thankful. For you guys, we want to make an awesome party. We mm-hmm. want to bring you guys something that's very unique to Central Arkansas. Um, and and so far, the last four years have been phenomenal. 
you know, the first year we did the Camacho Road Tour, nothing like that had come through here before. No, that was amazing. That was so that and, was so cool because they actually had like the Harley set up. Yeah, on the dyno. On the dyno, know? you can like Ride rev it up. It. You yep. can wheelie it. You can do everything. They have like a VR experience. They yep. had. Yeah, riding down the uh, Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah, uh, I mean, on a on a Harley, and so that was really cool. And uh, man, I loved that. And then the next year we come back. Uh, Nick Perdomo comes, uh, does our event, and that was cool because he had never been to Arkansas, and and so that was a very special treat for he and his wife to come hang out with us mm-hmm. uh, for a night, and then you know we did uh, uh, the the dry age steak pairing with with uh, LFD LFD last year. I mean that was awesome. Man, that steak. Um, I mean we were so busy working and everything. I was able to finally snag a piece yeah. from somebody. Just like somebody had a. Somebody had one on their st- on their plate. They're like, "Do you want this?" Like, uh, yeah, I took it. I was like, "Oh my god!" If you guys ever get a chance to do something like that, it's really cool. And, and what we did was we got um, we got some regular like prime steaks. Uh-huh. We got some thirty day dry aged, and then we had some seventy day oh, dry aged steaks. That's seventy, and, oh. and then you can kind of see the difference in in that that funk that's on there, and it, it's awesome. It was awesome. And uh, Jonathan Carney, who's uh, the vice president. Uh, over over the sales division uh, with with Florida Minicana, he he did a great job. He cooked them, did a whole presentation. We paired it up with wine and cigars, and it was awesome. And so uh, that was really cool. And so this year, I'm excited about all the stuff we're doing. So if you guys are are, are close to to Little Rock and you want to come out, um, it's going to be an amazing event. We're going to have a lot of cool stuff set up. Uh, we're going to give away a ton of of things, and we're going to have a lot of stuff for sale that'll be very unique and special uh, for us that night. So. Hope you guys can come out and hang out with us. It should be a blast. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely definitely looking forward to it. Um, with football season on now, I call uh, high school football. I actually will not be calling that game, and I'll actually be here. Oh, so, nice. so you're gonna have me too. I mean, I mean, that's gonna be here. That alone should be. And Steve <laughs> should, will be here. Should be well worth the you know the ticket to the event, and it's not even a ticket event. Just come by. Um, yeah, so we're definitely looking forward to that. And one of the one of the best things I I enjoy. You know, talking about memories of the shop is when we finally close up eventually, you know, it's never going to be, it's never like 10 o'clock when we close. It's always here till late 11, 1130, midnight, whatever. We finally get everybody out the door and it's just us, the, the employees. We sit down, we talk about the past year. We, we light up something, we we're drinking something and we just finally sit back and you can go, oh, and then we just yeah. go over everything. And then we're like, all right. What are we going to do next year? How are we yep, going to beat this? Yep, yep. <laughs> that was one one thing when we were talking about best memories. Like those are are, yeah. are always some of my best memories. I mean, uh, you know, last year to to pop open you know with LFD that that sign box from Lido mm-hmm. that, that was you know three or four years old and um, break out the good champagne. Yeah, you, and, you, uh, you, we popped Dom la- last yep, year. First time I'd ever had it. You know, so it's cool. It's just cool to celebrate those things with you guys. I mean, it's just such a cool part of our lives yeah. and uh to celebrate you know a great year and and so yeah we'll have to figure out a great cigar uh to smoke that night too and i so. I, I don't think we have to worry about but that be something something will uh will come up and everything so oh yeah so we've talked about what we were before we've talked about what we are um i want you to talk about where we're going yeah man that is you know, and, and you hit on a little bit earlier when you talked about, like, we always have to be evolving. We always have to be, what well, was good enough last year and the year before, it's not good enough anymore. And we always want to be doing 
a better job because none of us are experts. We just want to love people, mm-hmm. you know, and like build a place where people want to come and have uh, where, they, where they feel like it's their place, where they feel like they're part of the family. Um, and, and it has been amazing. And so you guys do such a great job with that. And the customers are amazing. And you know, it has been great for for the shop and for the business you know, of the shop and, and how I gauge success. You know, we, we want to pay the bills, but how I gauge success is, you know, are we positively impacting people's lives? Are we a part of people's lives? You know, that, that is what, that is what I wanted this shop to be mm-hmm. all along. And so, you know, in, in thinking about, you know, five years ago, the goal was to open up a shop mm-hmm. and, and then we did that. And that was always where I was trying to get to. And so once you're there, then you try to figure out, well, where are we going next? Yeah. You know, and that's the cool thing is I don't know where all the things that where we're going to be in five years or ten years, um, but but you know are we going to try to open up you know more shops was one of the questions that that I had thought about a lot you know is do we want to open up other shops and and I had looked around Central Arkansas quite a bit um, at, at shops you know right after a year or two it's probably two years yeah it was when you guys all got hired and the shop was running so smoothly, I didn't have to be here all the time. And I wasn't having to run everything. And it was just a natural progression to do we want to open up another one somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we immediately started looking at, at, at a couple of different places and see if, if we could find something to open up another shop. And nothing ever worked out, you know. And everything that I, I looked at or everything I tried to make work, I just didn't feel right about it. And there were several times where it was like we were closing on a deal and I just didn't feel right about it, and and you know we had to pass, we had to we had to let it go, and several times that things that that I really wanted to work out, they just didn't, you know, and and I just have to believe that things happen for a reason, you know, and and those things didn't work out yeah. for a reason, and so then there was this this period of a year or two where I'm really doing a lot of searching personally on what do I want to do with my life, you know, like we started this cigar shop. I, you know, I was 34, 35 years old yeah. thinking about, well, I'm not done, you know, do I just want to be really involved in this and make it great and, and this kind of be where I'm at and what I'm involved with or are there more things? And I just love so much what this place is about, how it's changed my life and how it's been so impactful in so many other people's lives that I just, I, I couldn't get away from. I want to keep doing this somewhere else. And so. Um, so I decided that we would continue looking at opening up another place because I love that we've been able to be a part of this community, be a part of this neighborhood, you know, of central Arkansas Mm -hmm. and it's blown me away. And so I want to be able to recreate this other places and be a part of the fabric of that community and be a positive place for men to go and build relationships with other men to hang out, uh, to network, do all those things that we talked about that have been so great over the last five years. And so we start looking and it's tough and nothing works out, nothing works out. And finally, just, just this year, uh, a few months ago, uh, we finally found the right place. And, and so, you know, that, that's one of the things that, that we've been talking about is we've been so busy. There's been so many things going on, trying to open up a couple different businesses and then, you know, this stuff was all taking place over the course of like three years. Mm-hmm. And then finally it all happened at the exact same and time. And then everything hit within. And then you're just like yeah. stressed to the max, you know. Yeah. And the funny thing about it is, 
I've had, you know, some of you guys know, some of you don't, but I've, I've had an issue with like anxiety and stress uh, in, in the past, which is, was really surprising to me because I'm a really laid back person. Nothing really bothers me or gets me upset, but I was just really stressed out. And, and part of it is just to kind of open up to you guys is a lot of that stress and anxiety comes from me being me not wanting to be a failure. Yeah. You know, like I don't want people to think I'm a failure. And so it causes me to be anxious sometimes. And, and this is certainly something that is a big deal, you know, that, that I could fail at or yeah. we could fail at or, or whatever. And it's funny, this, all this stuff happening at the same time hasn't produced any anxiety. Uh, like I felt fantastic and there's a lot going on. And so, yeah, you just have to, to put a lot of work in and, and get it done, but I've never felt better and more at peace with mm-hmm. everything that's happening. Um, as far as, um, where we're headed, you know? And so for now, you know, the next shop, um, will be opened up hopefully in the next month or two. Uh, and, and we're going to be promoting that. So if you live here in central Arkansas, uh, you guys are going to get, uh, to know a lot about that. But, um, so we have decided to open up a second shop in Conway, uh, which is about 30 miles from here. Yeah. Um, and it's a place that we've been looking at for, like I said, like three or four years. And finally the right thing came about and I just feel fantastic about it. Um, so I'm really excited. Yeah. It's a, if you're not familiar with the way Arkansas is laid out, Little Rock, capital city, smack dab in the center. Conway is a, is a suburb of Little Rock, you know, 20 mile, 20, 30 miles North. Um, it is a bustling, booming city. It has three colleges there. It's it's where everything, like Saline County, Bryant Benton, is. They're running out of room. Everything is moving that way. So it's just. Uh, I'm really excited about it. Um, you know, whenever because I, we've known about it for a while, we've always been con- actively looking. Is what I've always right, yeah. said. Um, you know, it's something we've talked about for numerous years, like you were saying. And I think when you sent, like, I was at work or something. I was at my cabinet shop working on my table saw. And when you finally sent, you know, the text to everybody, like, hey, I found this place. I was like, hell yeah. yeah. Like, I like I turned my table saw off. I was, and I just, wanted, I just wanted to let out, like, a big old yell. Just because it almost felt not like a weight was lifted, but, like, yes, we're Finally, yeah, is, yeah, Finally. No, yeah. It's like it's it's coming together. You know, it's. I've always said before, like I don't have equity built up in the shop, money equity. Anyways, I have well, sweat equity, yeah. and I love seeing just the growth that we're doing. So it's just like you know what, just because of you know the the stuff that I'm doing, the stuff that Steve's doing, or Doug, or Trove, or you, or whoever, we're seeing that growth, and it's finally coming to head. Like you know what, we're advancing ourselves. Just like the show, we want to advance the show. We're advancing the 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 shop, and I I can't wait to see you know where that's going because we're gonna we're gonna open up our doors to a whole new clientele who probably know who we are, but now we're gonna make it readily available and easy for them. And I can't wait to see you know what we're doing with that. Yeah, it, it's been. I mean, a lot of people that live there drive here uh-huh. already, and so like you said, it, it's a it's a booming place um, where. Um, it, it could, I, I'm, I'm confident that it, it can support yeah. a cigar shop. And, um, you know, there's a lot of, of statistics and numbers that go into that where Conway may be a little on the small side or, or some of these other towns. Arkansas is just not that big. You don't have a lot of places, uh, high population areas. Mm-hmm. No, you know? we're, we're, we're a, we're a medium sized state, but our, 
our population wise isn't a lot. Um, it's all, j- it's just all to three g- places. Just to give you an idea, um, Bikers Blues and Barbecue just went on this past weekend up in Fayetteville. Yep. Our the the amount of people in this state, a quarter of them, a quarter of people like our our population grew by a quarter just this past weekend, just because of all the bikers that went up to Fayetteville. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like nice. our state only, our state only has like 2 million people. Mm-hmm. If that, I think you're saying and there was 500,000 people there, there. They were expecting upwards of 300,000 people to go through wow. Fayetteville for the bikers, blues and barbecue this weekend. So we don't have a ton of people, but we, but we do have, we do have a lot of people here and we're starting to see like, there's a lot of cigar smokers out there, yeah. and not even that, but it's people who I don't want to say we can turn them into cigar smokers. That sounds like you know, we're what? like like evil empire, like Star Wars. But it's the the uh, you know like we said before, the very start of the show. This is more than just a cigar shop. This is a place where you know I have my my blood family. I have Marielle, who is now my wife, but then I have my second family, who is you know the Weston family. A lot of people have, a lot of people, this is their second family. To some people, this is their first family. And now yeah. we're just able to to advance that growth and do that even more. And I, I can't wait. I can't wait for that. Yep. And, and that is what it boils down to is do, do we want to be involved in Conway? You know, uh-huh. do we want to be involved in that area and, and those, those, those men that live there, those, those neighborhoods, all of that? Um, and that was a decision that, that we went back and forth on for a lot because the shop had become very well managed and, and well oiled machine and mm-hmm. like it was just running well and but you know it was really cool because there's there's this whole cigar community that we've been a part of growing and it's been amazing to see you mm-hmm. know something that Little Rock you know had had on some level. But to see how it's grown over the last five years yeah. has been amazing, yeah. you know. And so, I'm excited to to try to uh, move uh, to to a different location and, and have that same type uh, involvement uh, in the community and grow up a cigar culture there. That's more about it's more than just about oh getting people to smoke cigars. You know, you guys know that about about us. Uh, it, it's a lot more than that. It's about really being invested in people's lives and that's what we're all about and so the opportunity came for us to to be involved in Conway and it, it just worked out great you know everything is going is going well and and I'm very excited about it and you know that was just all along there nothing felt right mm-hmm. until now yeah and and so I'm, I'm really thankful that we waited. I'm, I'm thankful that those other things didn't work out. You know, it was yeah, a lot that, of disappointing because times. There was definitely times when like, you know, we were so close getting a shop, getting wherever, and then it not working out in some form or fashion. And we we're just like, well, damn, you know, that's yeah, maybe it's just not meant to be. And it's just know? like, you know, what? it's just, you know, there's something else out there that we're going to be doing better anyways. So yep. yeah, at the time, you know, we did, there was a few times where we'd, we got kicked in the balls and we weren't expecting it. But yeah. now, you know, it's like, you know what? We're, we're going to definitely, you know, take over the state by storm. And I believe we have, and I believe we'll, we'll even more. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it, it's certainly a good opportunity and I'm excited about it. Um, and, and there's been, there's so many, you know, good shops in the state that have opened up, um, you know, in the last five years since, mm-hmm. since we've been here too, you know, and it, it's created a cool culture in Arkansas, 
that, uh, you know, because our population is so spread out, it has been tough for our state to really have some of these big names. Like when we talk about bringing in Fabian or Drew Estate or, you know, the Casey and Dan from Tatawahe mm-hmm. and, um, you know, the guys from Aganorsa Leaf and all these different people, um, you know, from from these companies that had never been to the state before. Yeah. Um, you know, looking at Tony Gomez coming, you know, when he came uh, and did our event earlier this year, you know, this is the first time these people have ever, you know, the, the, the people that are running these companies have ever been to Arkansas. Yeah. And I know some of these other States have, have brought have brought in, uh, those, those same type events. And so it's really cool to see how the state is growing. Uh, the culture, uh, the cigar culture is growing and so lots of people have had a lot to do with that. Certainly, uh, you know, I, I like to think we have as well. And so I'm excited about helping grow that a little bit more. Yeah, and I can't I can't wait to be involved in that. And I I I can know I can vouch for Steve too, where he he's definitely looking forward to it. Uh, you know, when he gets back here, yep. we're, we're you know, it's boots on the ground, we're hitting it running and we're uh we're going full bore and, and can't wait to see what uh what comes of it. Yep. So let's touch on this cigar. Uh, one last time we're coming up to the last third of these um, I'm already a couple pints in of the uh, <laughs> of Stone's Throw beer and finishing off this cigar and everything um, this is definitely an episode we can keep going on and on and on about just talking about memories and history and just what what we have been before and where we're going to go um, so this has been a fun one I've enjoyed I've enjoyed this one um, yeah, it's cool to think about where we're going you yeah. know and i've had a lot of these conversations where you know yeah we we are always trying to move forward we're always trying to do something new and yeah. different and, and trying to improve and just better ourselves better the experience yeah and all of that it, it it's amazing to think about where i was five years ago this mm-hmm. was a dream yeah and where i'll be in five years who knows you know well, so I much mean, has happened in five years yeah well i can even tell you like the the first day that i stepped into the shop um four plus years ago and I got I don't remember what I got I got I know I did get an acid blonde blondie and I got something else I never never would have imagined that I'd be sitting here four and a half years later doing a cigar podcast right about it 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 blows my mind at the same time I was going through a a horrible damn time in my own personal life and now I you know everybody at the shop here you know, you're able to see me transform and see me marry an amazing woman. Yep. And uh, who I still say is just dumb enough to be with me for being the smartest, smartest yeah. girl I know. <laughs> she, is, she is. She's a little intimidating. She's so smart. Oh, she is intimidating, but I love it. Yeah. Like it's. it's no, a, she is wonderful, Mo. I know y'all are going to listen to this driving around. We think a lot of you were. <laughs> We're very, very happy for you guys. I, I love how she's like, she's such a small little person. Yeah. Like five foot tall, but she is just like, inside of her is like a, a supernova. It's like, ah, oh. yeah. like I never realized that's what I wanted in life, but yeah. that's what I, that's what I wanted in life. <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, you've, you've, you've seen me grow just like I've seen the shop grow. And I can, so I can't wait to see what the five years later on down the road yep. uh, does. Um, Again, like this, what this show does best is get off track. Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, the cigar that we're finishing up with, um, you know, I, the cigar is is really, really good. Definitely check it out. Um, it was named number 15 cigar of the year in 2016, um, 93 rating, and you can definitely see why. 
Um, this cigar is just, it hits all the really good notes. It's rich. Um, mm-hmm. It has tons of flavor, just yep. enough spice. Um, the leather on it, I'm not a big fan of leather, has it has just the right amount. It's not overpowering. There's not one aspect of the cigar that overpowers the other. It's a great blend. It's, um, it's complex mm-hmm. and balanced. Yeah. You know? And I think that is what a lot of people that smoke a lot of cigars, it hits a ton of flavors on, your, on the profile, mm-hmm. but it's very well balanced to where something's not overpowering. Um, it is a stronger cigar, mm-hmm. but it, but the flavor is not one one specific flavor is not overpowering. It, it's really enjoyable. The burn is great. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes with these really dark cigars or the stronger ones, you have construction where it's it's tough to blend a really strong cigar to burn well. Yeah, and uh, they've done a great job with this. Uh, it burns really well. And you don't the see a lot of Cameroon as a binder. No. Nope. Also, I mean, so this does has like I said before, this is a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper. Uh, Nicaraguan fin- Nicaraguan filler, but it has that Cameroon binder, which I mean, you you don't I don't know of any other cigar off the top of my head that has the Cameroon binder on it. You see a lot of Cameroon as a wrapper just because right. it is such a I don't know what the word is. It's not, it's not a hard tobacco to get, but there's only there's one family it's scarce. Yeah. There's there's one family that controls the Cameroon tobacco, and you know throwing this in in. As the as the binder, it just adds that level of complexity yeah. to the flavor of this that it just it definitely stands out, and that's where you get a lot of that has a nice savory note to it that that I'm that I really enjoy in a cigar. Um, the retro hail is nice. I just saw you did you did the retro, and it's not it doesn't it doesn't mess with you too much. It's, no, it's just it's the balance on it is really really nice. So definitely you can come up here. We got it. We got like four or five different sizes of the cigar um or if you, and if you don't live here go to your brick and mortar and grab one if they don't have it you know definitely see if they can because it is a it is a top seller anywhere i go it is a yeah like we said before it's a it's a highly sought after cigar and brand yeah they've done a great job and uh they sell everyone they make you yeah. know so yeah now that we're coming to the end it's time for the game and everybody knows the rules i'm ready everybody knows the rules Million dollars every year on your birthday, you have to commit a petty crime in front of a cop. As a former cop, oh my goodness! <laughs> so you have to do it one time a year, every year for the rest of your life. I can't do that. I can't do it. I mean, like, how petty are we talking? That's the thing. like jaywalking. I mean, like if it's if it's oh, I'm get a ticket, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean, a petty crime, I assume it's nothing. But if it's a, nothing, but bad. a misdemeanor that happens in front of a cop. Okay, you're, so as presence. a as a former cop, yeah. what do you what would you consider a petty crime? Like a theft, like stealing, you know, stealing a, a, a Snickers and a Coke from from the gas station. Okay, uh, you know, filling up your gas, filling up your truck with gas, and driving away. Um, I don't think jaywalking or, or that kind of stuff is I'm going to take traffic out of it because uh, that's that's a traffic offense unless you're going over 26 in the state of Arkansas then that's a criminal offense um, so petty crime would be getting into a fight um, where no one gets really hurt and all those things if they happen in the presence of an officer uh-huh. you go to jail for it um, uh-huh. so misdemeanor like two night like two nights in the clink and then you have to go see the judge and I don't do I wouldn't spend a night oh man I wouldn't spend a night in jail. I'm 36. That's 40 <laughs> nights in jail for a million dollars. I don't think I'd do it. I don't know. I, you could bond out pretty quick. 
You'd yeah. have to get you get thrown in the holding cell, and you get bonded out. You might have to have do some like community service. Community service. But if you did one every year, you'd be that. See, that's another thing you have to think about. You get a year suspended sentence uh-huh. on misdemeanor. You get a year suspended sentence usually, and then you're going to commit it. So then they'd violate. You'd have like a day or two left. Or how would that work? Because the, the the trial. So you you'd be violated every year, <laughs> you know, and so eventually they're going to put you in jail. They're going to make you serve some time if you're violating it every year. So that that I don't know. That's tough. That's so tough. I'm I, I'm going about it this way. So my birthday is the Fourth of July. I'm overthinking it. My I'm birthday saying. is Fourth of July. So I'm thinking if if wherever I'm at the time you can't shoot fireworks, I'll just go and I'll shoot a few few fireworks yeah, that, in front of the cop. So I think he would be like, eh, whatever. You know, just don't do that again. But at the same time, I've done, I've committed it. I've committed the petty crime in front of them. Yeah. But since I think since I have a national holiday as a birthday, I think I'll get off scot-free. So I'm taking the money. Yeah. You would get off for that a lot. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't. And that'd be the thing. It's going to depend who you run across. Yeah. Right. And then if you get to decide what it is, then I would take the money. Yeah. It's just because as- you could come up with something like that to where you're probably not going to jail. Yeah. But, but if you run across that wrong, that wrong officer, <laughs> super cop, that's 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 you know he's responded to two hundred fireworks calls already that day, <laughs> and here's this jack wagon over here. He's going to shoot him off in front of me. You yeah. know what? Let's go to jail. I'll take you to jail. That gives me thirty minutes of not having to answer these silly fireworks calls. So, but I, but I'm thinking I can use them like, oh man, come on, man, it's my birthday. Well, most people would be fine with that unless you've handled two hundred of them. <laughs> And you think, who is this idiot shooting him <laughs> off right in front of me? He needs to go to jail. Um, I'm going I'm to roll guys, the dice. Yeah, and it probably only happened a few times. But but some guys, you know, I worked with a lot of uh, great officers, and, and none of them, none of the people that I worked with ever were, like, abusive with their power yeah. or, or, or like, oh, if I can take you to jail, I'm going to. But some people don't cut breaks. Yeah. And that's just a, a thing. And it's not because they're not good people or they're not gracious people. It's because usually – and if you're a police officer or if you've been in law enforcement or just in life in general, a lot of times when you cut somebody some slack or you cut people breaks, those are the people that, that, that come abu- back to bite you. abuse the power. Yeah. And so there were lots of times where I'd pull somebody over for something or I'd, I'd stop somebody and maybe they, I could smell they had smoked a joint. Maybe they had a little, little bit of a joint in their car and I'd let them go. And then those people would, would file a complaint against me and say, I'll harass them or, um, I, I remember vividly this one guy. I pulled him over a couple times, and uh, I think I think I pulled him over twice. Both times I could smell the marijuana in the car, and um, he was nice. And he, you know, he he talked to me and he said, "Yeah, I smoked some weed and whatever." And, I, and I, there wasn't really anything, maybe a little bit of crumbs in the car or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I'm not I'm not ruining somebody's life because they smoked a joint at some point, you yeah. know. Um, and so I let him go, and. He filed a complaint against me, said I was harassing him, said that I was rude to him, and all these things. Now I'm in, being investigated because I cut this guy some slack. And and there were times where I'd pull somebody over and write him a warning for for speeding, like 20 over the speed limit, and they would file a complaint. You know, And it, it blew my mind that it was the people that I cut the slack to that always wanted to take me, uh, you know, wanted to, to, to give me a hard time yeah. or, or to cause me to have issues, you know, at work when I was just trying to be nice. So a lot of cops have just decided we don't cut people slack anymore. Yeah. If I, if I am going to detain you or if I respond to a call and, and you're breaking the law, then I'm going to enforce it, you know, because that's my job. And mm-hmm. so I'm sorry, but uh, they don't cut people slack because um, 
you know, they don't want it to come back and bite them. And even like with speeding ticket, a lot of times like, oh, I'll pull you over because you're going 20 over. I'm going to ride it for five over because they want to be nice mm-hmm. and not make it such a big deal. Those are the people that take you to court, you know, say that you're lying, saying that you, you know, didn't actually do it. Or why would you ride them a ticket for only five over or whatever? So yeah. people just stop doing it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> I don't mean to, to digress on that, but uh, I think... You know, I've never been arrested. I've never been in jail. Might be fun. I think I'm taking the money on this one. Taking the money as a former cop. All right. This might be the first time I'm taking the money. (laughs) Um, But, uh, but yeah, you know, as long as I'm not hurting anybody, you know, I don't, I don't ever try to to break the law or do something that that would hurt somebody else. But uh, if it's all in fun and, you know, it costs me a ticket or, or something like that, I mean, Oh, well. I, yeah, and that's why I'm saying I think I have a good out Yeah, just because it says on your birthday and with me having a major holiday birthday. Yeah, that's going to be I, – I got that. I know for a fact a lot of you guys listening right now, a lot of you guys and gals, you're taking the money. Oh, yeah. I know some of our audience, and they're taking this money. <laughs> take, I don't know who wouldn't take the money. Maybe the person who is <laughs> trying to get into, like, the police academy or something. I don't know. But. That's true. Those days are behind me, so <laughs> – yeah. Now that I'm not in law enforcement and stuff anymore, I've, 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 uh, you know, with all this marijuana stuff being legalized, a lot of people that have talked to me about getting their marijuana card and I don't have a reason to get it that I know mm-hmm. of yet. Um, but, uh, you know, it's always something that I've been kind of lenient on as far as enforcing the law. Yeah. You know, if you're trafficking drugs and yeah, you're going to jail, yeah. but, um, you know, a lot of people, they talk about a lot of the, the benefits to it and things and I, and I've never smoked it. Mm-hmm. And so I've wondered you know, if it ever did become legal in Arkansas, would I smoke it? Mm-hmm. Because I've never done it. Yeah, because now now it's just medicinal in Arkansas. It's not right, right. it's not full spectrum like California or Oregon or Colorado or or whatever else. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We and we have tons of cop regulars in here that do the same thing. Like, you know, they catch you know somebody with a joint. Like, okay, you can stomp it out. You know, you lose you lose your joint. Big deal and going your way. Right. Or we can go the long way around or you can still lose it and I'll write you a ticket. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, come on kid. Just, just, you know, do that. But yeah, that, that, that might be fun. You know what? What's the big deal? Yeah. Everybody, does everybody, should I, I don't know. I don't know if everybody needs to spend a night in jail in their life or not. So my, my, my dad yeah. always said, um, he always told me if you ever get arrested, you're staying the first night in jail. I'm not bailing you out. Well, just call me and I'll come get you. <laughs> so, Sorry, pops. So that's that's what I've always said. Like I know I'm no I've never had I've never been arrested, never handcuffed, never had handcuffs on me unless they were fuzzy. <laughs> ah. Um. So I hope. I mean, I'm 35 now. I hope I never do get arrested. I don't know why I would ever get arrested, but you know, yeah. I, I I don't see the I don't see that anyway. I mean, I I'm not gonna if, even if, if the I Chiefs speed, win like, the. Win the Super Bowl. This if the year, Chiefs win the Super Bowl, might I nuts. might go Buck Wild. Yeah, you might go. Nuts, I might be, and then you might get arrested. I might be. So then I might have to. You, the, you know, the the bad <laughs> thing is, it's like, uh, like if I do get arrested and get that one phone call, I don't know anybody's number. I'm gonna have to. Oh yeah. Like I've always said, like if I do something does happen, I'm gonna have to call up here to be like, okay, what lawyer is up here right is is up at the shop right now? Yeah. <laughs> because I need whatever lawyer we have. Well, you don't need an attorney to get out of jail. You need a person with money or a bail bondsman. <laughs> so I will I will be calling the shop then. Yeah. So you call a friend um, and say, hey, I need you to come post my bail. Or 
Uh, and so what they have at the jail is it's, uh-huh. it's a collect call, you know. So some <laughs> people, if you're nice, will allow you to use your cell phone to so, make that call. So it's like the we had a baby, it's a boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like on Seinfeld, Kramer calls. You have a collect call from it's me, buddy. Don't hang up. Uh, or Kramer was was yelling at Jerry to answer the phone call. But yeah, they got collect call, collect phone, collect call phones, whatever. They got mm-hmm. pay phones that are collect call only. And then they have a list of all the, the bail bondsmen up there and you just call them. Um, but if you're nice and you don't cause some problems or anything, a lot of them will allow you to use your cell phone to make those calls because nobody has those numbers memorized anymore. Yeah, because it would be like, um, I don't know what your phone says, but mine says mom, so I'm going to have to have you like, yeah. <laughs> can you call mom? Because yeah. I, we don't have the same number. Yep. <laughs> I know my number. I, that's the only number I know. Yep. Um, well, yeah. Yeah, so I figure, I figure, damn near everybody's taking the money on this one. I'd be interested. I'd be interested to know. Yeah, my wife would not take the money. I don't. I don't. She doesn't. She would. She would never break the law. I don't think. I don't think Mo would take it either. Yeah. Um. She'd be surprised that I would take the money. Really? I, you know what? Honestly, I think I was a little surprised. I am a little surprised. I think at first I was like, Nah, yeah. I'm not taking the money. But I think once me, we, but once we talk it out, then you're like, Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. give me the money. You know, to me, like going to jail one night, I was about to say going to jail one night, it's not worth a million dollars. I'm like, why would you say that out loud? That's not true. <laughs> you know, but, but it's not yeah, true. Yeah. yeah do it. I'll, I'll, and, and the thing is, you don't have to spend a night in jail. If it's a petty crime, your bond is probably a lot of times it's just a signature bond or it's yeah. a 500 or a thousand dollar bond, yeah. which is a hundred bucks to bail bondsman to get you out. And, and you're going to get out immediately. As soon as they check you in, they don't want to hold you. Yeah. They got too many people. Yeah. They don't want to hold you. So you're going to get to call somebody and have them come pick you right up. And it may cost you 10 or 12 hours of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to have to like go into general population, you yeah. know? And so that I wouldn't want to do. Um, but, but yeah, getting arrested once or twice for a million bucks. It's like, is it almost Sorry. like a rite of passage? Like you have to be at least put in the back of the cop car once. Like every guy should be in a fight at least once. Every guy should be punched in the face at least once. Yeah, I mean, I agree with all that because I've been in fights, I've done all the things, but I've never been arrested. Yeah. You know, so so I don't know if that's a rite of passage or not. But <laughs> yeah. I don't think if it's for a a, a piddly thing or, or just hey, I got you know, there's so many times where where I worked when I was working the streets. I worked a night shift, so you you run into people all the time that were like. They're great people. They just got too liquored up, and yeah. now they're out trying to pick a fight with you. It's crazy. One night, I ran across this Navy SEAL guy uh, in Fort Smith, where I was at. We had a military base there, and uh, Navy SEALs were trained there quite a bit. And, uh, and so we do, and they always want to go to the bars, you know. Mm-hmm. There, that's the only thing there was to do there in Fort yeah. Smith. Yeah. And uh, I'd run across them from time to time, and they're always they're always very respectful, good good folks. And and I was always very very respectful of of the military guys that came through and this one time this, this young guy was like laid out in the on the sidewalk you know and i was like what are you doing he, he i'll never forget i drove by <laughs> and i parked my car and i got out and i was like hey what, what you all right he got up he tried to stand behind a, a one of those parking meters you know it's just a pole with a meter on <laughs> like it. you can't see me he tried to hide behind that <laughs> and i was like what are you what are you doing there buddy i was like you all right and uh he starts running and so I, I, I chase him down and he, he's not, he's very intoxicated. So he's yeah. not running, yeah. you know, like full sprint. I run over to him and he turns around and he starts swinging at me. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me, bro. I'm just trying to make sure you get in a car. Like, where's your ride? Who is with you? Yeah. 
now here we go. You know, now we got to go to blows, you know, mm-hmm. and at that time we weren't carrying tasers. So I had to grab him, you know, and I just, I just grabbed him and it wasn't like a big fight or anything. Thank goodness. Cause he could have probably hurt me, um, in his right mind, you know, but, uh, thank goodness he was pretty inebriated. So I just, it was kind of like a bear hug thing, like put you in handcuffs and yeah. figure out what was going on. But it's crazy. You get very successful. You know, there were attorneys that I had to deal with where people just get liquored up and they just lose their minds. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it's it's not the end of the world. You know, like people just make mistakes sometimes, and so it's not that big a deal for for something minor like that. That's a fun one to think about, though. I, say, I want to hear more stories now of like yeah, we need to do a podcast of like fun police like, stories, like late night police stories since you work graveyard shift and everything. So it's a blast, man. And if if any of my <laughs> my buddies that uh, I worked with, it was four or five of us that worked night shift on the north side of town in Fort Smith, which is where I grew up, which mm-hmm. is cool, and. uh Man, we had we had it. It was great. It was a great time. Like we're best friends. We had each other's backs. You know, like that brotherhood was really cool. And I'll never forget those times. I'll never yeah. forget those guys. And uh, you know, I still keep in touch uh, with them as much as I can. But uh, now I've moved off. You know, and, and they're they're still doing doing their thing. And uh, I, I loved those times. I loved those guys having my backs. It was a really cool cool time in life. And we had some great fun times. Uh, but you know, everybody's got to grow up, and yep. you can't. You can't chase bad guys down the street your whole life. Yep. And now, now you own a cigar shop. Yeah. I mean, with the with a really kick ass crew, if I do mind say so myself. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I, I will. I will say that. I think everybody that, that knows this shop knows that that uh, you know the shop is wonderful. You know, in spite of me, and and I'm I'm very thankful that that it worked out that we started it and all of that. But yeah. it wouldn't be as great as it is without you guys and without. The, the customers that come in here because you know I'm just not that like dynamic personality mm-hmm. you know I'm just not and and I'm comfortable with that I'm fine with like that's just not my my personality that's not who I am mm-hmm. and I want to be be comfortable with who I am and that 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 is great in, in more like one on one situations mm-hmm. and and that type of stuff building relationships with people it, you know I have that personality and I really enjoy that but being that dynamic people person is 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 tough for me well yeah it's like I mean like even with Steve being gone in Italy for the past couple weeks, you have had to jump into a different role. Yeah. So, I mean, you were definitely out of, I don't want to say your comfort zone, but just something that you're not, you don't normally do. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, I, I didn't hear any complaints from, from all the regulars. You, That's you, surprising. You, you did you did well. Because they're like, oh, no, Brandon's working up here. <laughs> where's Aaron? Where's where's Doug? Uh, Aaron's working one of his 17 jobs yeah, Doug. he has. Doug had to cover a lot of hours too. He yeah, did. so he did a good job. Yeah, he's re- he's ready for. We're, we're finally we're going to get back onto the the normal scheduling here. So yep. So soon, eventually, you'll actually have us uh, have another show with actually me and Steve back on it, and uh, I imagine we'll talk a lot about his trips in Italy and wherever he went, and just seeing all the pictures that he posted. God, he was able to just like he was having like cappuccino, like looking over mountains with a cigar just like god just that's so nice yeah it made me think i don't need to own a shop i need to run a shop <laughs> you know what am i thinking yeah. what am i doing with my yeah life? yeah know? he's in italy for two weeks and i'm working <laughs> i'm like golly i chose the wrong career path <laughs> yeah. i need somebody else to open up a shop so i can run it yeah but i couldn't do i couldn't run a shop like he does he, he does a great job and and he's worked you know he, he's worked hard and not taken a lot of you know, I'm I'm really thankful and blessed in that area that that you guys don't aren't taking off for everything or calling in sick all the time. And you know, he's certainly earned that two weeks off. And mm-hmm. so we, I give him a hard time. I said I told him, you know, the other day, well, like, we have to, to get back to work. Yeah, you we. Know, ha- I mean, we have we have weeks. yeah we have to bust balls. Right. I mean, it's it's in our nature. Like, but he's earned that two weeks. Yeah. I mean, he's put in 
four years of of, of hard work here mm-hmm. and uh, and really been vital to the growth of this place and uh, you know been here I mean loyal and and always here always at work you know we all get the crud or don't feel great some days mm-hmm. or have a bad day at home or whatever but you know he and, and everyone else but but he has certainly um, earned those two weeks off I'm glad he got to do that and and hopefully they they had a amazing time and and built some great memories it looks like they did because those pictures looked amazing yeah just awesome it looks like it's they have so much fun and so i can't wait to get over to europe um for me and moe's that's where we're actually going for our official honeymoon is Is it we're going to ireland next year yeah so i can't wait to get over there and uh, the pictures look spectacular (laughs) spectacular (laughs) oh god all right so next week we've we talked about we're having the uh the our five year anniversary with Drew Estate. We're going to be having the Pappy Van Winkle uh, uh, cigar. Um, it's, it's one that not a lot of people know about, um, but they they have them. Drew Estate, you know, makes those, so it's going to be one that we're going to showcase and smoke on the on the on the episode. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a cool thing to talk about next week to kind of kick off our our five year day there mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, that's one of those Drew Diplomat uh, cigars. So, uh, if you're if you're around a Drew Diplomat store, mm-hmm. um, then then they'll they'll have access to those Pappy Van Winkle cigars. And uh, so we're fortunate to have some of those, and we'll have some of, uh, for sale at our at our event mm-hmm. on the 11th. Yep, yep. So we'll uh, we'll dive into that on that episode and everything. Um, but as we wrap up this one, thanks for being on this episode, and absolutely being, looking forward to. Many more years to come. Yeah, it was, um, it was fun to, to look back on, on where we've come, all, all the things, and, and even now, like my mind has been racing. Over oh the last yeah, five like years I, of all these of all these great memories. Yeah, you know? like even while we're talking, I was thinking of like, oh man, there this happened, and yep, this happened, yep. and this happened, and we get like even even like when when Steve listens to this episode or Doug or whoever like yep. who who has been here for the, you know a long period of time. Yeah. We might just have to have an episode of just like our favorite memories or of, of whatever. I mean, yeah, that might be fun to do, you know, to commemorate five, a five-year anniversary. We all kind of get together and share some stories, mm-hmm. um, you know, but we don't want to bore you guys to death with it. Because <laughs> um, some of you, some of you, you know, haven't been here or, or, or may not be uh, as interested in, in a lot of those things, but it is very meaningful in our life. You yep. know, so we're, yep. we're, we're excited to share those. Yep, definitely. Well, so. Cool. Um, so th- thanks again to Stone So for, for the beer. And we had the Roma Craft uh, Cro-Magnum Cranium this week. So definitely pick that up wherever you can here or other uh, brick and mortar shop um, that's around you. So uh, thanks, Brandon. It's been awesome. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. We'll see you guys next week. Later. Later.